Hey there, happy Friday. Do you feel like God is calling you to do a specific thing? And does that scare you? Does that really frighten you and just kind of make you pause? Like, did I really hear God right? Is that really what he's asking me to do? Surely this is not right. Well, that happened to me for sure a few times. And sometimes we get stuck in indecision because we're just not sure. We're not sure if we understood God right, if we heard God right. We're not sure if we are capable and equipped to do the thing that God is calling us to do. But the thing is, is if God calls us to do it, he will make the way for us to do it. He will be with us right there, right next to us, whatever it is. And he will equip us to do the thing that he has set on our heart for us to do. So we're going to talk about that a little bit today. So grab your Bible and grab a notebook because I do want you to be journaling some of your thoughts as they come to you. And I will be asking just a few questions that you might want to ask yourself as time goes on. Are you a Christian woman over 40 who is struggling with consistently low energy and fatigue? Are you tired of trying to navigate the ever-changing health chatter all around you? And do you wish there was a simple solution to just feeling good? Boy, do I see you and I hear you. Hi, I'm Michelle, and as a holistic health coach and fellow midlifer, I have realized the answer to our whole health concerns isn't in the online search bar, those fad diets, and endless exhausting workouts. Listen, beautiful mama, as the heartbeat of your home, you have spent your life caring for others well. So now is the time to take good care of yourself, get back your energy, and reclaim your entire health during this season. So if you are ready to stop striving and start thriving as your healthiest whole self, then you are in the right place. Grab your iced coffee, a notebook and pen, and let's treasure your wellness. So what is God calling you to do? This can be literally anything. It could be to create something. It could be to take better care of yourself. And he kind of lays on your heart a little bit of what that looks like. Maybe to move more, to cut out unhealthy eating, or to rest more, or to seek him more, spend more time with him, or to help a family member for a season of life, or maybe to get the emotional support that you have been putting off, or to deal with your past traumas, to move forward in healing. What is God calling you to do? in this season of your life. When God called me to start a podcast, I stayed frozen for almost two months before I even said anything to my husband. Like, I just kept talking to God about it, but honestly, I was scared to voice it out loud because that would make it real. And that would mean that I was taking that really important step forward in obedience. Starting a podcast was never on my radar. It was not anything I would have ever thought to do. But God did. He knew and he called me to it. And honestly, in September, it will be two years. What a blessing to me this little podcast has been. What if I had let the spirit of fear win? What if I had stayed frozen in my indecision frozen in my fear, frozen in my inabilities, frozen in my mind, 
frozen in my emotions about it, frozen in my past that was maybe some things that were spoken over me. What if I had let the spirit of fear win? What if you let the spirit of fear win? 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of power, love, and sound judgment. Or some translations say sound mind. See, fear is a spirit. That is clear in the word of God. Fear is not just an emotion. Who gives us the spirit of fear? Satan. It's not God. God is very clear. He has not given us a spirit of fear. He has given us love. He has given us power, love, sound judgment. Satan wants to keep us stuck in indecision and fear so that we don't rise up for the glory of God. So I ask again, what is God calling you to do? And this doesn't have to be this really big career change or moving across the world or becoming a missionary. It doesn't have to be huge. Maybe it's something as simple or maybe not so simple as changing your mindset about something or changing the way you treat yourself or changing the way you talk to yourself or changing the way you talk to your spouse. It can be anything. If you have your Bible, turn to Matthew 17. This is where it's talking about the transfiguration of Jesus. I'm just going to read verses 1 through through 13. After six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and his brother John and led them up on a high mountain by themselves. He was transfigured in front of them, and his face shone like the sun. His clothes became as white as the light. Suddenly, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, talking with him. Then Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it's good for us to be here. That just always cracks me up. I don't know why. I can just picture his eagerness. He says, Lord, it's good for us to be here. I will set up three shelters here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, suddenly a bright cloud covered them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my beloved son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell face down and were terrified. Jesus came up, touched them, and said, Get up. Don't be afraid. Some translations say, Rise up, or Arise. When they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus alone. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus commanded them, Don't tell anyone about the vision until the Son of Man is raised from the dead. So the disciples asked him, Why then do the scribes say that Elijah must come first? Elijah is coming and will restore everything, he replied. But I tell you, Elijah has already come and they didn't recognize him. On the contrary, they did whatever they pleased to him. In the same way, the Son of Man is going to suffer at their hands. Then the disciples understood that he had spoken to them about John the Baptist. Okay, you probably know the verse that I want to talk about, and that is verse 7, get up, don't be afraid. In the New King James Version, it says, arise and do not be afraid. Some versions say, get up and have no fear. So what is the point that Jesus is saying? Those two things in verse 7, get up and have no fear. Their actions, get up, means you need to physically get up. You need to physically take 
action. And then part two of that is don't be afraid or have no fear. What is keeping you stuck in fear? What is preventing you from moving forward in your health, whether it's mental, emotional, spiritual, or physical? You know, mind, body, soul, spirit, it's all connected because our wonderful creator created us that way. You can't have one without the other. One can be wounded, but all other parts of the body are affected. So we have to keep that in the back of our minds. We have to be mindful that we can't just ignore a problem and hope it goes away in one of these four areas. Mind, body, soul, spirit. Mental, emotional, spiritual, or physical. For example, have you tried to eat healthier, but after a while you give up because of some past words that were spoken over you? Words like, you will always have that belly fat. This is generational. This is in our genes. This is just in your DNA. It doesn't matter what you do. You will never be able to lose it. Or going medically even. I have had clients tell me what their doctors say to them. And they're, they are essentially speaking fear over their patient. Words like, you will always have to take this medication. Or you will never be able to eat this specific food again. You will always have to eat this way. You will never be able to get off of these medications. This issue will only get worse. There's nothing you can do about it. That is speaking fear over the patient. And we believe it. And sometimes it holds us back for years. And we can't get victory over that. Whatever it is a health crisis, a family situation, a struggle with your adult child, marital worries. Jesus is telling you to rise up, get up, and have no fear. Rise up, get up, don't be afraid. Because God's power is all around you, all around you. And Holy Spirit is within you. So my friend, you can do hard things, but you must take action. You must rise up, stand up, get up, and you must fear not. And that is a challenge within itself. But the first part of it is rising up, getting up. When we stand up, it empowers us to then walk in complete faith and trust as we are walking out having no fear because that takes time. It takes daily renewal of our mind. It takes daily digging into the word. It takes daily seeking God. And when we do that, it strengthens our faith and it builds our trust in the Lord that he who began a good work in you will continue it on until completion like Philippians 1, 6 says. So what is God calling you to do? And what is keeping you stuck in fear? You know, I have clients that come to me after they've tried, in their words, everything. And they just need to feel better. And you can do the hard work of changing your lifestyle. And you can do the hard work of changing how you eat. But it doesn't have to be as hard when you're doing it with the Lord's help. Instead of trying to do it in your own strength, 
Walk in that complete faith and trust. Rise up, stand up, get up, rise up, and fear not. Ask God to help you today with the thing that he is calling you to do and trust that he will help you get victory. Father God, we come to you scared and unsure over what you may be calling us to do, but we know that you don't want us to be stuck in a spirit of fear. That is not of you. And you tell us so clearly in your word to fear not. You tell us 365 times in your word to fear not. That's one for each day. And we need that, Lord. We need that message. So today, Lord, today we choose to trust you fully and to rise up and have no fear. Thank you for your Holy Spirit and for your love. In Jesus' name, amen. I hope you enjoyed today's episode, friend. I hope it challenged you, stretched you, and encouraged you in some way. If it did, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else who has been praying for a breakthrough in her whole health? It would also be such a blessing to me if you would take 30 seconds and leave me a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. One more thing, come on over to the Treasured Wellness community on Facebook, Holistic Health for Christian Women Over 40. I would love to welcome you there. Treasured Wellness can also be found on soulwind.tv and Christian Mix 106 online streaming radio, so check out those two amazing platforms. All right, have an amazing day, and remember, you are a beautiful treasure.